Business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. Um, welcome back to, I think this is the third or the fourth Zoom interview um, show that we've done. Really getting used to it, and it's amazing how quickly people have morphed into the new reality of this is how things are going to be. The security of sitting in a safe environment, being able to conduct business as if I was sitting across the table from my guest. In the meantime, I'm on the right-hand side of the screen. Amanda Rigodi is on the left-hand side of the screen. And uh, we're having a conversation. Amanda Rigodi, welcome back to Chai Thank FM. you very much. And for me, Chai FM is always a very safe space to be on, um, obviously to chat amongst, amongst those which we know and those that obviously we trust. So thank you very much for having me back, Avi. Fantastic. Um, we've got so much to discuss. So maybe let's just start by discussing what really is going on in our environment now. And we all know it's almost a rhetorical question. I can see you sitting in your study either at home or in your office, and I'm sitting at home, and we are conducting business and things go on. And the reality is that things need to keep going on. And with technology, they can. But the question that we always ask is, can we conduct our businesses, those of us who have information businesses or services businesses where someone doesn't have to come buy a bag of potatoes, so to speak, can we continue to run them as we did in January 2020? Avi, the answer is yes, and it is no at the same time. I think that even if you are selling a bag of potatoes, you can still continue to function. The word that I believe in over this period of lockdown is innovation. You need to find the innovation in order to change your product offering. And it's more than changing your product. It's changing your offering and the way in which you actually sell and promote your product. That is the innovation that you need to find. Um, yes, it's, it's a lot of people, unfortunately, have, have had their, their salaries cut. They've had businesses closed down. But for me, this time period is very, very exciting. It creates a moment where there's a lot of opportunity out there. And you need to harness that opportunity, find that opportunity. And as I said, find different ways to sell and promote your business. So you couldn't sit, you can't sit on the corner anymore and sell your potatoes, but perhaps you can find an app to jump on with. And you can, in fact, you know, allow a service where people drive up to you and you plonk the potatoes in their window. We'll be back with you in a second. This is RV on Business. Amanda Rogoli, welcome back. Okay. So what we were saying before, even the dude selling potatoes on the corner um, and, and that's genre, everything needs to move, everything needs to change. So let me maybe paint the picture where I sit. Um, I'm very privileged to be a financial planner at Discovery, Discovery head office. I don't know what the number is. I think 3,000 people work in that space till the day before lockdown. Now, 80% of those people work from home. And I had two experiences. The one was just as lockdown started, and one was only the other week, where I said to two different colleagues, like, wow, what's it like working at home? And the one said to me, 
been here for a year. Another one said, well, I've been here for two years. In other words, I didn't know. It didn't make a difference to the efficiency. It clearly made a big difference in their lives. And yet things went on. I'm sitting in my own practice. My staff stopped coming into two weeks before lockdown. One, because they have, the lady had small children at home and we weren't taking the risk. And the other one, because there was a lot of public transport to the hub of Joe City Centre. And I just felt that was too risky. And now Discovery saying people are not coming back to work. This is going to be the new norm, what Zoom was, till lockdown happened. Until my first high FM interview, I tell, I'm setting them up at advanced age. I'm not 21 years old anymore. I've learned and I've adapted. But you are talking about a lot more that can be done. Is it a case of, of adapt or die? I think that that's a bit harsh to say, adapt or die. But I definitely think it's a case of adapt. I think that we have to move. And and um, I think from a digital, I almost think that uh, lockdown has been a blessing because it's actually pushed us and digitizing, moving into the type of digital space, working from home, um, using different types of apps, different types of technology. And now it's forced us to actually use them. I saw an interesting thing yesterday. Um, Zoom, the value of Zoom is equivalent to seven of the world's top airlines combined together. That is how big Zoom has become. And who knew about Zoom before? I mean, I'd heard it also once or twice before, but now Zoom is the thing. It's, it's, I mean, it's value. It's worth seven airlines combined together. So, you know, that really just shows us. And apps, there are so many apps that were being worked and um, being developed. And now they've just taken off because they've been forced to take off. Home learning systems have been forced to take off. Um, there's a lot of things that we've really been pushed into. And again, it goes back into selling your product in a different sort of way. For example, coffee shops, um, restaurants, different types of service-orientated businesses as well, where you now don't have to go into restaurants. You can, as I said before, you know, I got my freezer chino this morning. A lot of places now are actually offering services where you WhatsApp or you use an app to actually get your coffee um, and someone comes to your car and brings it to you and you can pay using cardless um, facilities or, or touch card facilities. Um, so it's really forced us into a type of environment where we've had to innovate. That's, I think, the biggest thing. So adapt or die, I don't think that that's necessarily it. I think it's adapt or innovate. I think that's the most important thing. I mean, I'm sorry, I just want to pick up on something that you said, and it's got very little to do with innovation from a technology point of view, is that what you've done there by supporting one of our local kosher shops in that area to go out and buy your, your freezer chino is not a, just a subtle gesture. It's a reality. Because um, I was talking to someone the other day who was talking to me about the car guard that stands outside Corner Cafe. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy's income has disappeared. Father, children, he's a well-known people. People like him. People respect him. And he, for no fault of his own, he's literally had his income estimated together with all the surrounding shops. Mm. And I just want to make an to the community and to anybody listening, and support your mama's and papa's stores. If you're usually you buy well cigarettes are the long thing, but let's say a coke and a chip from a guy on the corner, go into the store. 
They desperately, desperately need our business. And what you'll find is when you come out, don't tip the guy 50 cents. And please don't give him a bag of lace chips. He can't take lace chips home to his family. If you're buying a loaf of bread, buy two loaves of bread. If you're buying a loaf of bread, ask for two tins of pulchers or two tins of baked beans and give those out. I've got a colleague now who went to the ATM and cashed out a huge amount of money and doles out almost an obscene amount of money at every corner. And his feeling is that that is our responsibility of people of privilege. We are businesses are running and we can continue to operate to make sure that we don't look a hungry person in the face and we turn the other cheek or we, we walk away. So again, Amanda, I know we're taking away from our interview, but it's crucial no, I think that folks that you bump into when you're walking in the morning, that are, they've got families and they, they're innovating with the way they can provide us with services. So tonight, instead of making supper, maybe call one of our local rest, kosher restaurants and support them. You're frozen there for a minute, but, you know, that goes back to innovating and adapting as well. And a lot of people say to me, Amanda, tell me the secret behind your success. And for me, that's a huge part of, of, of success as well is actually giving to others if you are in the opportunity and if you're in the position to. And surely that is the basis of charity, is giving to people when you are able to. So, you know, if you're ordering your Uber Eats, tip your driver a little bit extra. What is an extra 10 or 15 rand on your 300 rand meal that you're buying? What is it actually going to make to you? So, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the principle of giving and receiving. So give out. That 15 rand can go a hell of a long way to someone um, and, and I think that you'll agree with me, Avi. It goes back into um, success. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. Talking about that, we need to run to the ads quickly. So, Craig, if you can uh, take an ad break, we'll be back with you shortly. This is RV on Business. People are listening to the show and they're thinking, okay, where are the pearls of wisdom? What innovation can I do now in my business? I've got access to the internet. I've got fiber, all the wonderful things, what must I be focusing on? I, mean, I think the bottom line is that you need to know who your target market is. So instead of spending money here, there, and everywhere, branding this and doing that, you need to know exactly who you're talking to. So, you know, for in the, in, in the sort of instance where, where my business lies, which is Baby Yum Yum, which is an online parenting platform, we're very, very fortunate that we're in the pound seat now where we know that our market is sitting at home and where media spends, uh, we know where people are placing adverts. People are not spending it on their billboards and on their magazines anymore. They're placing it where people are and where are people currently? People are at home. People are on their laptops. They're on their, on their phones. Um, and people are heavily involved in social media at the moment and social media engagement. And very, very fortunately, we've been able to find, obviously, um, and work on those stats about where people are and hone into our markets. Um, and, you know, the stats around the world have shown that social media has, in fact, increased during the time of coronavirus. So you need to find where your market is and what sort of message they're actually looking for. Are they looking to buy things? Are they looking for escapism messaging? Are they looking for inspirational messaging? And use your social media platforms and your digital networks to actually get the messages through to them and try and build your brand in that sort of way, as opposed to spending money on things that you think might be a great idea, but actually are not going to work at the end idea. So the thing that I'm saying is that people need to conduct their lives. Life is still going to carry on, but you 
as the person that's actually spending your money, you need to know exactly where people are and where you're actually going to get the most value from the actual spend of your advertising. What I'm hearing you say, it's not about a sort of, um, someone said the other day, spray and pray approach, where you just hit every sort of social media platform one can find and just hope that something hits a nerve somewhere. It's more about, more about sitting down, working out where your target market is and having more of a laser approach than just a, a far, more, far broader. Absolutely. So, so, so on that note, exactly. In our sort of case, parents are looking for parenting and baby sort of resources. That, and so they're looking to deeply connect to trustworthy, credible sort of information. Media is still thriving. It just depends on where your audiences are thriving. Um, we're very fortunate that we're in the parenting sort of space. People are still planning families, and especially now during lockdown, lots of babies will be coming out after all of this lockdown sort of period. So it's important to communicate with your audiences and send strong messages to your audience that is actually thriving. So it's true. Don't spay, spray, don't pray. You've got to be relevant. You've got to be innovative. You need to know exactly the most cost-effective way to communicate with your type of markets. Um, you might have one view, but actually reach out to your community, reach out to your market and ask them, how do they want to be communicated with? What do they think are the best sort of messages for you to be putting across to them? Do a quick dipstick survey, research, ask them questions, find out more about your market. You might have wonderful ideas. You might think you know who you're talking to, but it's best to actually ask them what they want. Um, and I think it's a big online world out there. Everyone's watching. Everyone's in the room. Are you and your brand in that room? Most important. Are you in the same room? Are you in the same movie with your followers, with your community that you are in fact trying to target and market and talk to? And really that's what it boils down to is being in tune and in touch with the people that you're chatting to so that when you put your message across, you know exactly where it's going. Um, you know, Amanda, just a, a question that sort of comes through on the SMS line. Can one generate new business via social media? Absolutely. People are looking for quick fixes. People are looking for solutions. Your face, because that face the was passion. <laughs> the passion. And the, absolutely. That's what I do. I'm passionate about building brands. But yes, you can definitely generate new business digitally. People, as I said, people are looking for solutions. People are looking for the quickest way to get solutions. And if you are that person offering that solution, if you are the person at the top, if your name is there and if people recognize your name, you are offering that solution. People will come to you, whether it's different types of techniques, different campaigns, different competitions, different types of ways to actually draw people to you. People will go for it. You are a solution provider. That is what your business offers at the end of the day. It doesn't matter whether you're selling potatoes, whether you're selling cars, you are offering a solution to people and you need to promote yourself as a solution provider. Amanda, how do people get in touch with you? So the best way is to get hold of me on amanda at babyyumyum.co.za or you can get hold of me on um, my Instagram, which is amanda underscore regaley or you can get hold of me using the Baby Yum Yum social media accounts, which is babyyumyum.co.za um, or in- Instagram, Facebook, just type my name in. LinkedIn will just come up. You can get hold of me in a variety of ways. Fantastic. Good. Amanda, thank you for always being there. Thank you for always being so passionate about reaching out and touching. And it's for me, it's also been interesting to follow your progress from one business into another. 
where, you know, if one doesn't work, it's not a calamity. We simply move on and use the same energy in a new idea. And it's just nice. I've just been spending some time on your website as to how many people are on the website, how many people are referring to the website. So well done for that. Thank you. Thank you. Everything's a stepping stone to another opportunity. Thanks, Avi. Absolutely. Great. DJ, thank you so much. Craig, thanks for uh, for pushing the buttons. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we will be in touch with you next week.